in a row? Hasta la vista, baby. Go. Welcome back to Geek Positive, the only podcast burdened with glorious purpose. I am Ryan Maxwell. I'm Greg Ames. And today we're just going to get right into it. We're talking about Loki, the TV All show. All the spoilers. All the spoilers. spoilers All the spoilers. Yeah. Spoilers, Loki, the entire MCU, because I think we're going to touch on a little bit of everything. Because, holy fuck. I didn't know what to expect from this show. That being said, I didn't expect a show that was essentially Loki as a time cop, as a time cop, not a time cock. That would be interesting too. As a time cop, basically unraveling the multiverse and the alternate timelines and all of history and future. I holy fuck was this show weird, but good. Yeah, they threw a lot on it, didn't they? Yeah, and. I'm willing, I think I'll go out there and say this might be my favorite Disney Plus Marvel show as of right now. I've been thinking about that since I watched that finale yesterday, and I'm not sure yet. Maybe <laughs> later after we pack it, I'll be able to tell. Yeah. By the way, though, the only one of these so far that's a continuing story, though. Yes, at the end of the final se- the season finale, they said Loki will return in season two. This is the first ongoing series, as I believe WandaVision is a miniseries. And Falcon Winter Soldier is basically now lead up to a Sam Wilson cat movie. Yeah, it was more of a prequel for the next movie. But this show, like I said, I knew it was going to involve Loki. I knew it was going to involve the TVA, the Time Variable Agency, or Authority. Time Variance Authority. Authority, yes. Like I said, I, I liked it a lot. It was so weird. It was so epic. Probably one of the most epic things they've done. And it's just for even for a streaming, not just for a streaming series, the epic epicness of this rival of some of the movies, but I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. Yeah, me too. I enjoyed it a lot. I think it played with a lot of interesting things. Some things I wish it would have kept with. Other things could have wrapped up or started earlier. But overall, I really liked this show. All right, so where shall we start? You're cool, my friend. You're home team today. All right. Well, the first episode really hit me hard because Mobius, Agent Mobius, as played by Owen Wilson, which, by the way, I never knew I wanted Owen Wilson in the MCU, but he was phenomenal in this as in that role. You know what I'm really happy with? And I'm surprised. I'm surprised that Marvel showed the restraint to do it this way. Okay. But Owen Wilson's obviously, although he does some dramas and stuff, he's well known as a comedian a comedic actor yeah he, you know? he almost always plays like a surfer dude type character or some something funny at yeah least. so and while they did have some great humor from mobius he was never played the way i feared an owen wilson mcu character we played he still had a lot of emotional serious like this was a real character not a yeah joke box so i was happy of all the people to use that restraint with owen wilson i would not have expected marvel on disney plus to be the what did it he never once said wow i'm kind of glad to because everyone was waiting for it and it would have taken you out you know stanley cameos are one thing to take you out because wow that's stanley owen wilson doesn't exactly have that pull with marvel to take you out of it yeah owen wilson is no stanley sorry owen wilson 
Yeah, no, and that's no offense. Very few yeah. are. And anyways, the first episode when he's like interrogating Loki and he's like ripping him apart like psychologically it's like a therapy session and then like loki finds out that not only does he loki's fine because it's loki from avengers in 2012 so and kind of endgame if you you follow but yes that's where his last thing he remembers before this show started was battle of new york yeah and then he stole the and then he stole a test the tesseract when the avengers are trying to get it through the uh endgame uh scenario thing but, yes, and then how messed up it is! Like he finds out his future, and in his future, he causes his mom to die, his dad dies, and then he sees his own death. Yeah, when you realize all the shitty things for Loki really haven't happened yet. Yeah, and he's seeing them, and like this is probably the most at this this version of Loki is probably the most arrogant Loki, and he's seeing all of this. I don't know; it just like hit me really hard. Like imagine just seeing your entire life a life you haven't lived played out before you and just how awful it is yeah especially like he doesn't get his happy ending no not at all and they they play with that a bit too because i mean loki had a had a great character arc in the movies that he was in 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 the in the marvel movies that he was in i think his character arc in this these six episodes rival that because he goes from being arrogant loki to being like Okay, I I I've been wrong. I've been doing living my life wrong. But by the time he gets to that point, no one trusts him. I don't know. Loki's one of those few characters that him just having his own series doesn't instantly to me give him more character development than he's had because he's been in so much and we've seen him in all his different phases. You know what I mean? But I, his, his his arc in this show I thought was very interesting. Yeah, I agree. In general. How do you, what how would you describe this to somebody if someone is familiar with up to Endgame and they ask you, hey, what's that Loki series like? What are you telling them? Oh God, I I was actually trying to explain it to my dad and he didn't understand it because I I don't see how you explain this to someone who isn't overly familiar with the Marvel universe because I mean, so it's Loki, but it's a variant of Loki working and there he's helping, you know, basically the Time Police try to stop another version of Loki who's trying to destroy the sacred timeline. I thought Loki died in Infinity War. I'm giving you practice runs for when you do this. Yes, but this is the Loki from 2012. He's branched off into an alternate reality. How'd that happen? I know they went back there in Endgame, but then they said everything right. So you're telling me he's still out there? How? Because he stole the Tesseract in 2012. <laughs> I, I like this game. I'm going to be annoying question asker to you. By the way, what about just the slap in the face? How we said how bad it must suck to see your whole life play before your eyes. Yeah. The item that you thought was the most powerful oh. thing. This would be life changing to not only be useless, but they have a ton of them. They're paperweights. This thing you chased after. Not only did you chase after it, but you never got it. It's that thing that eluded you to realize... In this new, not in the world, but this new reality slash world you found yourself in, that even means nothing. Yeah, the TVA, the Infinity Stones have no power. They just have them, like you said, they're just laying around. That's just, his whole world is just kind of destroyed. And it's like all those, like, people, you know, the cliche movie, like, 
people spend their whole life on this expedition to get there and it's nothing. You, you've seen these movies yeah, a thousand yeah. times. Yeah. So it's kind of like that on a big Loki scale. I've been trying to hold off. Do we? Can we just jump to the really fun thing? Sure. Like all the multiple Lokis. Yeah. Yeah. That's well. That is a big part of the show. I mean, they they literally they literally are hunting down a Loki variant. That's the main. You know, I guess not bad guys. It turns out, but the main drive of the show. Did you think that it wasn't going to be Loki? You know, some sort of like we had to tell you that to get you here, and it was going to be something else. Uh, no, I. I they said those are Loki. You I also was... have the misfortune of starting it late, so you weren't like things were already known that there were multiples. Yeah, I knew. Well, that they kind of addressed that from from the beginning of it, but I wasn't really spoiled too badly on any of it. Oh, good. I don't know how you pulled that off. I'll see them everywhere. I don't know. I just I saw I saw the word Loki, and then I just scrolled past. For those of you wondering. Um, we're recording this the day after the final episode premiere, and I just watched all all of it in the, th- in the three the days leading up to it. Yeah, so I don't know how you didn't get a major spoiled hats off to you. But I, I, I th- love the multiple multiple Loki's. This is basically Loki into the Loki verse. Um, I mean, I want to say like Alligator Loki is my favorite, but man, hats off! I loved Sylvie Lady Loki. Oh yeah, I thought she was fantastic. I was really worried they were going to do the thing like. Build you attached to this character. Me and Anna were watching together. I'm like, she's not making it out of the show alive. Because that would be too nice of an ending for Loki. She makes out of there, but she makes a very bad choice at the end of it all. Yeah, but... I don't know. This plays with so many things that even go past comics. Like, um, how Kang, who... Holy shit, Kang is in this. An odd yeah. version of him. But he's like, I know all that is written... Was he playing with him? I was like, well, I actually don't hear. I don't know. Like, there's so much that I don't know what to believe in it. And let's talk about that finale real quick. Because that's yes. the thing that's most fresh in our mind and fresh in anyone who's listening's mind. All right. What did you think of the finale? It's, I liked it. I, going into it, whenever they introduced, uh, what did they first call him? Um, he Who Remains. You know, the entire, yes. I'm trying to figure out, okay, you know, What's this guy's angle? Who's he really? And then when he starts listing off, you know, I've been called many things, and he, it says a conqueror. I'm like, wait a minute. So then yep. I, start, I started doing some research, and then I found out the guy that plays He Who Remains has been has signed on to play Kang the Conqueror in the next Ant-Man and the Wasp movie. Oh, cool. So, but now, so it's obviously going to be, you know, a variant of him, but yeah, they're they're setting something up with Kang the Conqueror. I'm wondering what what his place in all of this is going to be. Well, they already did er, like two episodes earlier when like we saw the Timekeepers, the robot versions. Yeah. The middle yeah. one was Kang. It was. Yeah, that's why everyone started talking about Kang all of a sudden because uh, okay. that was it was designed after Kang. I'm like, what the hell? Okay, I, I must have missed that somehow. So I won't lie, this was my favorite. I at least leading up to it. MCU uh, Disney Plus show so far. I thought it was great. I was on the edge of my seat every week and throughout all the episodes. The last one just fizzled for me, though. I feel like that should have been the right before the finale episode. You see, I don't know. It didn't really fizzle to me. I, I've seen people saying similar things like that online because it, it was very just a dialogue-heavy, just people-talking thing. But It was an know. exposition episode yeah. as a finale. Yeah, but I don't know. I, I didn't mind it. I, I I thought for the most part it worked. I don't know. I 
I was I was with it. I I was, and that doesn't mean just like the show because yeah, season two's coming, which I'm excited. But you gotta still give me something fun for the ending. Like, well, I mean, oh, they... King's coming. The thing we all okay, yeah. Yeah, but then it ends, and then basically the timeline is in complete disarray, and no one knows who Loki is, because obviously the um, Kang variant that took his place has already changed things around. The the timeline being in disarray, though, isn't really a big thing. It's like, it happened like eight times during this show, like each time worse and worse. I'm like, oh, this is just the next worst one. Yeah, but this one, remember Loki went up to uh, Mobius, and like no one knew who he was. I get that, but I'm like, we we played the the timelines going wacko thing a bunch of times in six episodes. That's not really a ending point. I don't know. I, I just well, before the timeline went out of whack and they'd go and fix it. And this one, they basically they didn't know if they they should fix it. They implied that Kang didn't want them to fix it. It helped me with way too many questions and not. And that's I didn't dislike the episode. I just feel it was misplaced. I don't know, like I said, I. I, I I guess I can I'll agree it's an unusual choice for a final episode, but I mean they they went in a different direction than you thought they would, so I I commend them for that. that. Doesn't mean it's a good direction. I don't know. That's the I, whole Ryan Johnson subverting expectations just to subvert them. Yeah, but I I still think I still liked it as a finale, and knowing and knowing that there's a season two also helps because. If there was, if that was up in the air, then yeah, I think I might be a little bit more bothered by it. But I know that there will be, you know, continuation of it. I'll point to the original Disney Plus show just as my comparison here. Remember the season one of The Mandalorian? Yeah. It ended, he still hadn't found Grogu's home. Uh, we just introduced Moff Gideon. He wasn't taken into custody or killed or anything. So, like, but there was still enough to, like, yeah, you're building towards your next season. But that was a season finale. Maybe I, I I don't know. Maybe I just viewed it differently, but I don't know. I I I I, I thought it was a decent a decent finale. I I don't know. I, I I don't know what else to say. Oh no, I'm not I'm not arguing with you. I didn't like it. Yeah. Uh, but I like the show. Other than that, just sucks that that's such an important part of a show as a finale. But yeah. besides Sylvie, favorite Loki variant. I kind of like the old man Loki. <laughs> I did too. I mean, mine's God. It's just the obvious alligator. I love the alligator Loki. I love the conundrum that Mobius talked himself into. Like maybe he's just lying and saying he's a Loki. He's an alligator, but that would make him just more likely to be Loki. Which, like, I love that his thinking. He's an alligator. He's not Loki. Or maybe he's lying about being a Loki, but that makes him more likely to be a Loki. It'd just be talking yourself in circles. Or what about whenever a main Loki ends up in uh, the void and he confronts all of them. It's like, and there's an alligator. I'm not even going to question it. Uh, but at first he didn't know it was him. He goes, oh, is that me too? <laughs> I love that. I love when he's introducing Sylvie. Like, Sylvie, this is old us, child us, and alligator us. How is there an alligator Loki? How does that uh, happen? Look at, like the universe like um, Spider-Ham is from, where oh. everyone's animal. You I know, it's so exactly like an MCU version of that. So maybe uh, alligator Loki and Spider Ham know each other. But I mean, I'm just saying, like, if there's that yeah. many multiverses that that would exist, and there's infinite multiverses. I don't know if Marvel's doing a certain set, but in general, there's an infinite amount of multiverses. It would make sense to have multiple animal yeah. planets. 
Oh, here's another thing too. Remember whenever we they were leading up to Wandavision, and everyone was like, "Oh, this is going to break the multiverse storyline open." Oh, it man, was Loki. Man, yeah, they've they 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 were wrong about that. Was Loki all the way? And I, like I said, I knew Loki was going to involve you know time stuff. I did not expect them to go into the detail they did, and it's just. Like I said, it's utterly insane, and I don't know. I loved every bit of it. Just the TVA in general was TVA. wild. I love um, the internet seems split on opinions of Miss Minutes. Oh, I thought that was hilarious. I loved her. I like that she looked like the old "Let's all go to the snack bar" animations. Yeah. Very like nineteen fifties, you know. Yeah, and she was voiced by. I remember you brought her up on Tara Strong. Yeah, I love Tara Strong. I was really happy to see that. Like that's. That was my biggest unexpected celebrity, much how others would be Owen Wilson. I was just as stoked for Tara Strong voice in the character. What, what else is I I know her name. What else has she done voice? She's mostly a voice actor, right? Yeah, she is Harley Quinn. She was the original oh, Batman the oh. anime series Harley. Like, her and Mark Hamill. I feel like I should have known that. I feel, I feel bad. She though. did Harley in all the games. She was Timmy Turner, Tommy Pickles, Bubbles from Power oh, Girls. Like, she's had a career. Like, hers is insane. And... I just think she's great, so I was really happy that she got to be not only in this show, but voice an animated live-action character. <laughs> yeah, uh, going back to, um, let's go to talk about the Sylvie of, of it all. Well, because... Real quick, before we got off, before we jumped off who's voicing Miss Minutes, what what's your split? Miss Minutes, good or evil? Uh, and what is she? I don't think she's either good or evil. I think she's just kind of a a puppet of the TVA. So that would be evil. Um, I mean, I guess, I mean, they make an argument at the end of it about whether or not the TVA is evil or not, because, I mean, yeah, they took all these variants from their timelines, but then when they counter, you know, he who remains, he basically says, you need somebody in charge of all of this or it'll devolve into into another multiversal war. I don't know. I think just let the people do their thing. They're, I'm very much in the camp free will, not TVA. I, I understand that. I, I'm all for free will too, but I also, I don't know, they they play it so much that like, yeah, you want free will, but also how messed up it looks like things are going to get without anything help, anything holding it together, but I don't know. It This show poses a lot of questions that I don't really know the proper answer to in terms of, I mean, regret. Granted, we're dealing with, you know, multiple realities and things that we don't know anything about. Because I believe, isn't string theory have something to do with, you know, the... the Multiversal uh, theory would be yeah. what it would be. Yeah. So, I mean, there is a scientific... There are scientific theories that, you know, pertain to this. This is, isn't just something, you know, made up. Yeah. I mean... I wouldn't call Loki scientific at all, but yes, I know. Correct. But I'm saying is it, the things that they talk about in terms of you know alternate realities. It's not something. It's something that people have theorized about. Yeah, I I think my some of my favorite like set pieces were uh, Lamentus or the world's ending. But yeah. Then the void, like everything out in the void, I really loved. Too. Oh, and then um, uh, Goliath. Goliath, yeah. Goliath. Oh, I thought they called. It, I thought they're calling Goliath. Okay, I thought they were saying Goliath. No, close, okay. very close. I loved all the Easter eggs we got at the Void, though. Okay, here's something. Think this was spoiled for me, but then I didn't notice it when I watched it. Was the Thanos copter in there somewhere? Yes, it was. 
where was it? Somehow I missed the Thanos copter. Like, and after I watched it, I was like, how did I miss it? But I was like, I was very much involved in the story, so I wasn't. Whenever it was I watched... laying behind them. They walk past it, not like close, but you see it yeah. laying in the background behind okay. them. Whenever I watch something the first time, I'm very much more story oriented, and then on repeated viewings, it's generally when I pick up on Easter eggs. And what before episode was that? Episode five. I was don't know. that in the Void episode? I saw a thing of the Thanos copter oh, online. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I saw a picture of it online, like, oh shit, I spoiled the Thanos copter, and then after I watched it, like, wait, where was the Thanos copter? Yeah, that was episodes four and five. There was a, so many Easter eggs in that. The, uh, Ronan, the accuser's ship, is there at one point. You see you see a helicarrier in the background. Oh, that ship that randomly appears, that's invisible and then it's visible? Yeah. That's an old, like, story about a bunch of sailors that tried to make a ship that could turn invisible, but then they all vanished, like, old legend and everything but like that the government was doing so that was a fun little thing i like the random old school like folklore ties not folklore like it really happened but like that and db cooper oh yeah the db cooper one. thing yeah the db cooper thing i thought was really f- funny and random i did too but it made so much sense like eh, we're never gonna make db cooper a marvel character let's use it it's public domain db cooper that's that's based on a real story that's what I meant. That's why I said, well, no, not uh, okay. what happened. Oh, you said public domain. When I think public domain, I think of like fictional characters like Robin well, Hood. No, I mean, real stories still oh, yeah. can go with yeah, public yeah, domain. Yeah, like okay. how you have to sell the rights to a story until yeah. so long after. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's talk into the, the Sylvie of it all. Okay. I love Sylvie. I She's like, was you ever talk about someone who has to be on a high level to choose scenery next to Tom Hiddleston. Because that guy is just like a scenery addict, like chomper. And this girl, this woman came out and she killed it. I mean, just the fact that I think Owen Wilson's character says it best. Loki is such a narcissist. He falls in love with an alternate reality variant of himself. I liked it. It is fitting. but But the thing is... You you kind of you kind of root for them. It kind of makes sense, and it's one hundred percent. I'm very team. It'd just be team Loki. Yeah. Well, she she said she renounced her role as a Loki when she cho- chose the name Sylvie. But just to see Loki in that kind of situation, like you've always seen him mostly either as best you know he's kind of how do I put it as worst he's evil as best he's still you know sneaky manipulative and to see him like develop actual feelings for somebody is just that's such a odd thing for his character but you 100 percent buy it well they also look either you keep loki dead like you don't bring him back yeah or you do a major character development so made sense yeah and like i said that's why i, th- I think his character arc in this show was extremely good and i just love and also hate be- well love and hate i love the way they did it i hate the fact that no one believed him. Like by the end of the show, you believe that, you know, he's turned over a new leaf. He's trying to be good and no one trusts him. Like whenever he's confronting Sylvie and thinking, saying, you know, I think he who remains is right. You know, maybe we, we, maybe we should think about this. And she just thinks he's been, he's been manipulating her the entire time. It's like, no, I was like, yes, I'm a liar. That's why I know that he's not lying. But yeah, what is that? Um, you can't trust and I can't be trusted. I love that. Yeah. And everyone just, you know, it has pegged him as such a liar. Like when he finally tries to do good, it's like, it's like the boy who cr- cried wolf. No one believes him. 
So I, I really enjoyed, like, Sylvie's great plan, which actually was a great plan. She just hides in apocalypses. Oh, yeah. that, that I thought that was kind of interesting. That was kind of an interesting idea too, especially whenever um, uh, they went to Pompeii, and then what what language is Loki speaking in that? I don't know. I don't know, but just he him shouting, you know, like we're all gonna die in whatever language that is. I thought that was a really cool moment. <laughs> and like everyone's just staring at him, and then you hear the poof of the volcano. Ah, there it is. <laughs> but that is smart. Like nothing you could do. During an apocalypse, yeah. would wouldn't matter. really change anything yeah, because everything... the end result is happening. Yeah. What was okay? The end of the world thing they happened with when they finally found Sylvie. That was in what year? Was that like twenty sixty? I guess something like that. Was that like a, that was on a different planet or something? I, I was trying to figure out exactly. Were they found what... her at the store. Yeah. No, I think that was Earth. It doesn't have to be a world-ending event. Pompeii didn't end the world. Oh, that, okay. See, that's probably I think I. That's something I was pondering because when I think apocalypse, I think of it in the world, but that's just more of a large scale destructive event. Yeah, and uh, yeah, apocalyptic events, not exactly end of worlds. Okay, yeah, I got a little mixed up on that, but yeah, that makes sense now, actually. More real quick because I keep thinking of more now, like, but on the void, did you see Frog Thor? Yes, yes, I did. And I, I, and I heard him too because it was Chris Hemsworth. Oh, was it? Yeah, well, I read about that somewhere. Yeah, Chris Hemsworth actually did the voice of Frog Thor, but listening to it, I couldn't tell if it was just repurposed dialogue from one of the other movies or if it was anything that was like newly recorded. I definitely cool, heard, I definitely identified it as his voice in some way, shape, or form. I, I thought that was a fun little thing that you see Mjolnir there. There's all the stuff that you see there. Um, I like when you find out what the Kid Thor's Nexus, I mean, Kid Loki's Nexus event was is I Killed Thor. Yeah, so he killed Thor as a little kid. I wonder. There's a whole bunch of possibilities as to like, like how did that happen? Remember in Ragnarok where Thor was all loopy, but he told the story about when they were kids and oh, the snake. Like, he disguised himself as a snake and yeah. went, ah, it's me, and jumped <laughs> on and stabbed me. But if it was just a prank like that, it went too far. <laughs> that, 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 that would be great. That would be a Nexus level event. You killed the God yeah. of Thunder as a prank. Now, now what determines what determines what is you know outside of the sacred timeline that i'm a little like how what is i'm a little fuzzy on like what determines what is supposed to happen is it like the rule of the time from what i can tell it's what kang wanted okay from that last episode because he's like well you can pick however it goes so there isn't actually a sacred timeline other than what kang says goes at least that kang who's now dead apparently yeah but then there's the variants of him yeah which is good because that guy was funny, but man, if I want Kang the Conqueror, I want Kang the Conqueror. I'm wondering how this is going to play into the next uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp movie, because obviously the Quantum Realm gave us how the the Avengers traveled through time. So, And Kang the Conqueror is a time traveler, so how is that going to work into... like? Are we heading into... like? Is Kang going to be... Do you think Kang's going to be the next major villain... In the MCU, I do you th- almost don't think so. I imagine like he'll be the main villain through Loki, and something at the end of that will get him like, I guess, depowered enough to a point that the Ant Man and the Wasp could defeat him. But maybe. Well, also, you don't even have to depower him because there's gonna be there's multiple variants of him, and I, yeah, I don't know. I'm just wondering what what is there a particular direction that they're going for in Phase Four? I don't or think they- you can rely on it too much because. Yeah, we said how these shows are so connected with just the movies in the MCU, but look, WandaVision 
it's interesting if you take where you last saw a character and where we will likely see them next. Is that a stretch? Like, if we just saw this happen, would we accept it? Think of the last thing we saw Sam, pretty much, in Endgame, was Cap giving him the shield. So yeah. if you never saw Falcon and the Winter Soldier in the next movie, Sam showed up in a Captain America outfit with the shield, we really wouldn't think anything of it. That's, that's a good and point. And if, if Wanda ran off to try to recreate reality to get Vision back and just learning her powers after Endgame, we wouldn't really expect any sort of background on it. Like, hmm. Vision's death traumatized her to doing that. So, Loki, if you create what we spe- debated, is this the next Thanos, you can't just jump to that without Loki. Yeah, So true. that would be the first really required viewing, and as much as we loved it, it's the most hard-to-follow viewing out of these three shows so far. I mean, Loki's the hardest to follow? Yeah, out of the show. Okay, yeah, that's true, because Loki, you know, looking at, yeah, there's, you have to know a lot about, you need to know basically you don't even need MCU. to know, just, I'm talking about following in general, like, yeah. if I look away, if I walked out of the room for ten minutes during WandaVision or Falcon Winter Soldier, I probably wouldn't be that lost, even if I never got that ten minutes back, like, rewound it. Yeah. You could not do that with this show. Yeah, they, they, they pack up. They pack a lot of detail and information into it, into it. Yeah, so I don't know. The Kang thing's really interesting because I would think Kang's pretty similar. In, I mean, I know they're very different, but not too far off of if you said that's Thanos' cousin, people would probably believe you. Yeah. What? Well, what is so Kang- that's why I'm like, oh, good. What is Kang's backstory in the comics? Because I was trying to go through it a bit and it seems awfully convoluted. From what I've read in Kang, I never read the first appearances or things like that, but he's always just been another conqueror that would show up on Swamp Fight the Avengers. Now, that could not be his classic story, but I don't recall any of it having to do with multiverses and stuff like that. Well, I was reading, you know, he was a, he is a time traveler, but he was somehow connected to the Fantastic Four originally. Um, that makes sense. See, I don't know, it's one of those villains that... Skimming through what I gleaned of his history, it's so convoluted that I think that whatever version of they do they do of it in the MCU, they're going to take some liberties with because it's it would be too hard to do it comics accurate. Oh, that makes perfect like, sense. Kind of yeah. like how, well, to a lesser extent, I mean, like in the comics, Hank, Hank Pym create Ultron, but then they just, stri- since they didn't even, hadn't even introduced Hank Pym at that point, they just streamlined it and had Tony Stark and Bruce Banner create him. Yeah. Or like, I Yellow- mean, I get, yeah, they, they will do something like or that. Or like in um, Ant-Man, um, in the comics, Darren Cross was, I think it was just like, kind of a generic, like Lex Luthor's type evil, Lex Luthor type evil billionaire, and then Yellow Jacket was an alternate costume of Hank Pym Ant Man, and they just kind of merged those two characters into a villain. Yeah, or even like um, uh, Anton of uh, Vonka. Uh, was it wait Anton or Ivan? Ivan. Ivan. Anton was Ivan. his dad. Ivan Vonko in Iron Man Two was a blending of elements of I think of of Whiplash and Crimson Dynamo. Yeah, but. He that was Whiplash's name, and that's what they did with Whiplash. So I get what you mean a little bit of it. But I'm just like, like, like they kind of you know, it's like com- compositing characters together to make it to streamline it a bit more. Yeah, like, I think we're past the point that we need to do that now. Well, or even like point. oh, one final example: if you ever read up on the original origins of Vision in the comics, 
Oh yeah, it's a human torch, and yeah. Well, there's a human torch. I think there's something with Wonder Man. Uh, it, it, it's really like convoluted, and so in movie in you know Age of Ultron, it's just like you know, oh, it was it was gonna be Ultron's final form, but then Tony Stark puts you know Jarvis in it. Yeah. So I mean, some of the things comics can get so out there and and convoluted, like it's you have to take it a simpler approach to get it to work for the purposes of either a two hour movie or, a, you know, a six episodes series. Yeah, I got you. What about like this little side story, like with Mobius and the judge, I can't remember her name, Raven it, something. It was something weird. I, I, I caught it a few times, but yeah, it was a bizarre name. Yeah. But his, his friend yeah. slash boss. Yeah. So what do you think of this? Like, do you think, she ever considered him a friend, or is she using people the entire time? Like, because I kind of got vibes like she gives this, but you're my friend speech to all of the agents. Hmm, I had thought about, yeah, I can. I thought that's kind of depressing me because I really, I really thought of the two of them as friends. But yeah, I can. Now that you mention it, she's so blindly f- is following whatever the TVA wants. Like even after she finds out that the uh, timekeepers are fake, she's like. Oh well, there has to be a reason for it. There has to be a reason why you know this, there has to be a reason why this is the way it is. And it's like, yeah, I can see her just. Wait, being, what does she know, say? Why does that change any anything? Like, yeah. she, like it's all a lie. Yeah, yeah. It's, you find out your whole existence is a lie. And she's like, nope, doesn't matter. Oh, there's so many like tough subject comparisons you can make this to that I won't. But yeah, I I thought she was a you want to punch her in the face villain, but not right away. But when they show her going back to like child Sylvie and doing that, or I mean, she freaking pruned uh, Mobius. Oh, and that was before we knew you survived. That yeah. was not a fun time. And then when she pruned Loki, I'm like, wait a minute, this is episode four. What the fuck is going on? But I then, know, oh, is Sylvie just Loki now? And that was their way to yeah do and, this. And then they do the Tom Hiddleston's like, I'm done. I've been doing this since like 2009. I've been doing this. Since 2009. I don't even know that was the Thor year, but... Yeah, whatever. Someone will correct us. Uh, but then they have that mid credit sequence where it shows them, you know, in the void and all of the other Lokis show up. Yeah. Uh, thank God that kind of... Not that, but got spoiled for me a little bit because I knew there was a end credits on that one. Because what, what, what... Or else your reaction to Loki being pruned might have been a bit more, oh, okay, fuck this. Yeah. Well, I just meant, like, I knew to state at the end of the credits on that one. Oh, okay. Yeah, but she prunes Mobius. That was bad for me, because he didn't get his jet ski yet. He didn't get his jet ski, ski at the, by the end of the season, though. He needs to get his jet ski. Why does he want a jet ski so bad? I hope that there's, like, a scene in next season where they have to do, like, a mission to a boat or something. He has to drive a jet ski to it. I just hope at some point, like, before the series ends, he, he gets his jet ski. I saw someone photoshopped an image, and it was him riding a jet ski with alligator Loki <laughs> sitting on his lap. Like, this is all I want for the finale. Did you see there's a whole line of uh, Loki variant Funkos coming out? I did. I just want the alligator one. Because I don't really collect Funko Pops too much unless it's something I really like. I might pick it up, but I don't just buy collections yeah. of them. But that alligator one, I think I'm going to get. <laughs> and what was it that said, you know, they had the... The alligator Loki was in, they had him in like a little kid waiting pool and he growled or something. It's like, yeah, well, your Nexus event was you ate somebody's cat. 
I loved uh, what Kid Loki is drinking in that scene. Again, that one's chock full of Easter eggs. Oh, wasn't High C? Fun little references. It was Ecto Cooler. Oh, yeah, so yeah. It was, yeah, it was Ghostbusters High C, because everyone else was drinking, yeah. like, wine. I I do love, um, I forget, is his name Richard Grant, I think. Yeah, Richard but Grant. The guy who played old Loki and was also General Pride from Rise of Skywalker. He was fantastic. Oh, that's why he looked familiar. I, I like I knew I'd seen that actor in something else before, but I couldn't quite place it. So he was yeah, he was the guy that was essentially um uh Palpatine's man on uh Kylo Ren's ship, right? Yes. Okay. And he's like, as in the old well, I serve you now as I did in the old wars. Yeah, that guy. Okay, I knew he seemed he was familiar, I just did not know where I placed him from. Man, you know they in two weeks Let's see, this aired yesterday, Wednesday, then the Thursday before Black Widow dropped. They really like referencing Loki's Avengers lines for large points in future movies, like, ten years later. What do you mean? Oh, oh the, um, uh, Drakov's daughter. Yeah, that, and then, uh, Glorious Purpose in this one. Yeah, like I said, I... My I, name is Loki, and I'm burdened with Glorious Purpose, was his line from the Avengers. Yeah, and like I said, I... I thought of that line to open this episode before I even watched the series and the entire series. Like, wasn't it the scene where um, old Loki was conjuring up all the like uh, Asgardian he buildings? He made a full Asgard, yeah. yeah he made a full Asgard, and he just kept shouting, "Glorious purpose!" Like, they made I, I actually loved that scene. I didn't find it jokey. I thought it was like emotional and like. Oh no, I love the scene too. This but, is uh, him realizing finally Loki's are just in search of power and their glorious purpose, yeah. and he realizes like this is my glorious purpose. It's almost like he's overjoyed realizing it as he's and, about to die. And he's supposed to be an old man, Loki, but he's dressed in like the nineteen sixties classic comic book like cheesy outfit. I love it, and people have been pointing out that Marvel's so good at sneaking some way to do the overly cheesy costume and everything. Yeah, well, yeah, they, yeah. They did that in Wandavision for the Halloween uh, segment. Yep. And then, uh, oh yeah, even yeah, with, with both you know Scarlet Witch and Vision, I forgot about that. I have to rewatch. Yep. I haven't re- most all of these shows. I've only watched once, and I really need to rewatch them. I think, but like I said, Loki, like I said, I don't know. This show was oh, and um. Episode two going to episode three was it called a uh, Lamantis or whatever? The yeah. planet they're on, just that whole destruction sequence at, at the end of of that episode was just insanely well done. I loved him and Sylvie fighting. The I need a hero. Oh, oh yeah, I forgot about that. Well, that was fantastic. I love like the last big Loki movie we watched was Thor Ragnarok, and you had Thor like flying around killing things to the immigrant song by Led Zeppelin yeah. and Loki gets I Need a Hero. Hey, that's a good song. I'm not going to argue. But... There's this clip that I love, and this even kind of ties into this episode, of, it's like a Thanksgiving parade, like the Macy's Thanksgiving parade from like the 70s, or maybe like the very, very early 80s. I think it's 70s. It's the Marvel float, and it's all the heroes dancing to that song, and like <laughs> everyone's there, like oh uh, Cap, Iron, an Iron Man, some X Men, stuff like that. And right when it gets to the person, I need a hero. Spider Man pops out of the door, <laughs> and just to show you how over Spider Man was even back then, the crowd like is clapping along, enjoying the whole thing. The second Spider Man makes his debut, it's like the Beatles screams from all the kids <laughs> and everything. What year is this from? Oh, if you search like. Old Macy's Marvel float. I think it's from the 70s. 
Hmm. Okay, I'll but, check um, that. Anyway, so Marvel has been a fan of this song for quite some time. <laughs> oh my God. Fun, fun little fact that no one knew nor needed. Uh-huh. I think... I think this song did this song come out in the seventies or eighties? I don't know. I'll, I'll look it up later. Oh, well, it's whenever the song came out was when the yeah. parade was. Yeah, but yeah, I, I thought the oh, I love the rival gang of other variant Lokis led oh, yeah. by President Loki, President which Loki, is one yeah. of my favorite Easter eggs from the Vote Loki comic. I was so happy to see that turn up. Somehow. Yeah, I know you're. Yeah, I know you're a big fan of the President Loki thing. Yeah, and I love, like, this showed how much our Loki has grown, that when they all start fighting each other, like, everyone stabs each other in the back. <laughs> Alligator bites later, someone else attacks later, then they attack that guy. And they're all, like, and it's not just, like, a bar fight mindless. It's like they're all hatching their evil plan at once. And every single one of them was stabbing another one in the back somehow for betraying someone. Oh. And you just see our Loki get this look on his eyes, like, shaking his head like he's so embarrassed by these other hymns and it was great or like whenever the uh the rival loki whenever um our main loki opens up the uh door and the rival loki gang there is like oh this is getting ridiculous or something like that he i forget exactly what he said but he's like oh what is going on yeah um i i enjoyed uh drunk loki on the train oh yeah that yeah that was a lot of fun even though he kind of screws up their plans to get out of there then you remember the the preacher show that ran for like two or three seasons? Yeah, I think yeah, it's like three or four. It didn't last long, but they did they did actually end it. They didn't like cancel it. They wrapped up the storyline. Yeah, um, it reminds me of like our introduction to Cassidy on that show was how Loki was here, and I loved Cassidy on that show. So oh I was happy. yeah, yeah. Uh, we didn't even touch like for real. Like uh, Loki confirmed as bisexual. I congrats I... Loki. Congrats, but also. I feel like they overhyped that. I don't think they did. I think what you're thinking of is the internet overhyped that. Yeah, oh, that's. I think that's, that's what, what I mean, you yeah. went into. No, like it was a nice line. It wasn't just throwaway. Like it's a real character that we see. Like it's not random guy that we had at the beginning yeah. of Endgame. So it's cool, and it would be weird though if they made it too huge of a thing because it, it'd be weird if you made any of it too huge of yeah. a thing. You know, it makes sense for the character, and, you know, we are obviously we're pro-LGBT here, but I think it's more of the fact that I think it's the people that complain about it also to make too much of a big deal about it. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, yeah. 100%. Like, and there weren't... I didn't see much. I'd see the ha-ha reacts anytime someone shared something about it. You're boring. Come on, people. Yeah. But still, like, it was, it was cool. I think they did a... I'm not saying... Too much, too little, or right amount. They did a good amount for it. It's of establishing it for real, yeah. and that was it. And I think that's all they meant it to be. But then the yeah. internet went wild. With yeah, it. I think you're right. I think that's what I was trying to get at. People, people will blow things out of proportion in whatever manner they see fit to support their own, uh, I guess, ideas or whatever. Yeah, and you know he's Loki. I mean, come on. Yeah, we all seen the memes. Look, <laughs> Loki has. Even going back to Norse mythology, Loki has always been, however you want to put it, like he's not one way or another. He's been a yeah. guy, he's been a girl, he's been a horse, he's fucked a horse. Yeah, you know. yeah, exactly. Exactly. People neglect the fact that he was a horse once, and I, I don't know. It's, people just need to yeah. calm down. Anyways. Yeah, so like that's besides, not even like a new thing, so you don't get on your, oh, SJWs made the Loki bisexual. No, come on, people, relax. Okay. Who else? What straight male out there doesn't look at Loki and think, "Hmm, it could be fun"? 
Fair point. I mean, Tom Hilson is an attractive man. I, I'm confident enough with my sexuality to say that. No one's going to deny this on me. But I, I think he's great. I think I'm intrigued that this was a show they signed on for multiple seasons of. Not because why they doing that with the show. More like, I can't believe Tom Hiddleston's doing it. I couldn't believe he did his own show after this. Because I'm like, this guy has to be done with Loki. But, like, so not only did he do this show, this one's ongoing. Yeah. Well, you have to think, though, too. I mean, it's six episodes... I don't know how, how long that a length that would be if you cut out, you know, all of the credits, but I don't think it I don't think it's as not that much more demanding than maybe doing an extended movie shoot. And also, I mean, I think maybe Tom Hilson just likes the character. I mean, maybe he just like you always talk they always talk about actors that get tired of playing the same character and they want to do different things. Why why not have an actor who's like, "You know what? I like this character. I'd like to keep exploring him more." Oh, there's lots of actors like that. Yeah. Um, my, the first example I jumped to is a lot of the character actors like Pee Wee Herman. Yeah. You think Pee Wee's ever going to get tired of being Pee Wee Herman? No. Pee Wee has become that character. You, you could hardly distinguish between the two of them. I mean, we're calling yeah. it Pee Wee Herman. We're not saying Paul Rubens. <laughs> yeah, like I say, his name's Paul. And we're like, no, Pee Wee Herman. His name is Paul Rubens. He, was, he had a cameo in Batman Returns and he jerked off in a movie theater. You know what? I can I clear this air here because... I always hear about this. It was an adult movie theater. What the fuck else are you doing in there? I was unaware that this was frowned upon. Well, I... Okay. So, I'm saying I will not talk shit on Pee Wee Herman for his adult urges in an adult place. Now, here... here, Okay, we're going off on a weird tangent here. But was it in, like, a theater, a porno theater, like, an open theater where people were all sitting together, or was it in, like, one of those little booths? Oh, it was a theater, but still, I am unaware of anyone who's going to the porn theater for not this purpose. And, oh, here's the thing. Did he get kicked out for it, or was it just someone recognized him as Pee Wee Herman, you know, whacking off in a theater, and they got upset because he's a children's star whacking off to to a public porno? I don't know. We're going to schedule a future episode where this is our only subject. And also, too, the people that are complaining about it, how did they find out? Either <laughs> were they th- were they there, or they just happened to have friends that were there. Either way, it doesn't look good upon them. Or they were the cleanup crew. Which is, that's not, that's not any better either. <laughs> you're, you're, you're mopping up jizz, and you're be like, I am outraged. The star of, star of a children's show that my kid Watts was jerking off to a pornographic movie. I am outraged, yeah. sir. <laughs> When's Paul Rubens going to be in the MCU? Everyone else is. I hope so, dude. I would love it if he was P.B. I mean, Herman. We, Make that happen, <laughs> that Doctor Strange movie. We can do anything. I meant he could play like a, a, a Marvel character, not Pee Wee Herman, but I guess he could be Pee Wee Herman. Oh, yeah, but, like they... Oh, Pee Wee Herman. You know, the Green Goblins pumpkin bombing like a live taping no. of Pee Wee's Playhouse. I, thought, I just thought of the perfect place to put Pee Wee Herman in the MCU. Put him in Guardians 3 with Howard the Duck and a cameo together. Oh, that would be fun. That would be that epic. Would be awesome. It makes sense because, you know, I, I don't know why Howard the Duck and Pee Wee seem like they'd go together, but also going on, you know, the retro nostalgia of everything that Star-Lord likes, Pee Wee Herman would fit in there perfectly. Um, I was going to drop this at the end, but since you brought up Guardians already, we're normally, we say, listen to Greg's other show and I'll see what we're doing. We're doing Slither next week, if you're listening to this on release day, James oh, yeah. Gunn, so... Yay, early Guardian stuff. Was that his first movie? No, his first, his first was Tromeo and Juliet. 
the, the first day directed was it Tromeo? Yeah, Julie? That'd be okay. Tromeo. Yeah. Okay, I wasn't sure because I, I want to clarify directed because sometimes some people started as writers, producers, special effects people, whatever. Oh, it was Troma. They didn't have the options. Okay. But yeah, I, I really enjoyed the series overall. My, don't take my complaint about the finale as I didn't like it. It just yeah. felt like, like I said, it wasn't a letdown. It was a fizzle. That's the only yeah. way I can describe it. Anna actually watched all this one with me. She liked it and she felt the same way. She goes, that was the finale? I'm like, yeah, I guess so. So yeah, I mean, Everyone has different perspectives. We're not here to pass judgment upon anybody, especially not, we especially will not pass judgment on Pee Wee Herman. No, anyone else is fair game. Yeah. Pee Wee is infallible. Pee Wee is God. Oh man, I'm half tempted to make the music at the end of this one the Pee Wee the Pee Wee theme song <laughs> <laughs> instead of anything with Loki. And no, do you have anything else on Loki? Like, what what do you think we see in season two? Is it literally just like almost a repeat of season one? If you get what I mean, uh, uh, I don't know. Well, like I like I mentioned earlier, by the after you know, I guess the um, Kang variant takes over. No one seems to know who Loki is, so the timeline's been screwed up again. I don't know. I don't know what to expect. Just like I didn't know what to expect with this, they have, they could pretty much go in any direction I think they want to at this point. You also have to wonder too what happened to Sylvie. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know where they go. But the, thing, I, the way they ended it, they almost don't even have to make Kang a character in season two. Yeah, not because they already did their Kang thing. Yeah. yeah. And we established he's uh, when he went back to the TVA that statue they zoom in is the Kang yeah. proper outfit. Yeah, instead of you know his you know lizard people statues. Yes, and it, or his leisure wear we saw, yeah. and then so uh, they 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 have set up they can go in any number any number of directions, and I'm I'm all aboard to see what happens next. And like I did not expect a Loki show to be so in depth about how you know time and reality works. I did not expect his character to be as fleshed out as it was. I I just thought this was phenomenal. I hope Tom Hilston gets some awards recognition for this, which actually he won't because the Academy hates good things. No, well, segue. Uh, the Emmy nominations came out recently, and WandaVision, Falcon, Winter Soldier, and Mandalorian all got a shitload of nominations, including yeah. for including for acting. In fact, I think I know, but that's. You know that actually the nomination parts nothing really. The, that's all done by the studios that put them out is who gets nominated. No, well they they choose who to push for. Then the the whoever the people behind the awards decide. You know, hey, this is who should we nominate? Yeah, but doesn't Disney own like every movie co- company except for Warner Brothers now? Like, who's gonna no, say no? I I don't know. I don't know how the the goings on behind the scenes work. But there's like separate institutions that are independent of the studios that decide these things. I'm not buying it. Uh, I not, not everything is a conspiracy, Greg. This one is. Just be happy that there's the things that we have wasted our life, wasted our life praising are being validated now that we're old. I don't like them. They don't get to validate it now. We already <laughs> did that. We did that ourselves. But still, it, I, I don't know. Anyways, um, but yeah, Loki. Um, if you haven't watched it yet, go watch it. What are you no, waiting well, for? Now it's too late for you. Yeah, now we told you all about it. You, you fucked up royally. 
What's our next MCU show? It's What If, right? What If, yeah. I don't know how we're going to do that one. We're gonna do. I don't know if we'll do a retrospective or we want to try to do something different for that. I'll We'll talk about that later. Maybe we'll do the retrospective we'll also do like a countdown of our favorites or something. Yeah, like yeah What If, I feel like, ranking. yeah, What If what is going to be a different type of show to talk about because there's no one storyline. It's, it's Yeah, it's an anthology series. Yeah. So it's not going to be like... That, that's all I... Good. But yeah, so that one, like I said, it's not going to be like, you know, analyzing a storyline of, you know, multi-episodes. It's going to be like, hey, there's this story and this story. So, well, we'll have to see about how we're going to tackle that. But that's, um, yeah. when, does, when does that come out? It's like in a couple of weeks, because they're, they're spacing, they're, they're they're being pretty consistent with these Marvel shows now. Yeah, which I'm thankful for. Yeah, I think that's uh, all. By the way, a recording, Space Jam New Legacy will be out. That drops tomorrow as oh. of recording time. I meant as of release earlier. Yeah, yeah, that's dropping tomorrow. I'll be watching that. Yeah, I'm gonna have to watch that. I'll, I'll, I'm gonna HBO Max that I I'm not seeing that in theaters. Yeah, I probably won't. I don't know. I I I, I do intend on seeing the Suicide Squad in theaters, and I probably will watch on HBO Max as well. Oh yeah, that'll be the nice thing with that one. But yeah, next week it won't just be another MCU episode. We had two in a row. Next week will yeah. be something else. I don't think we're gonna give the whole episode to Space Jam. But I'm sure no, we'll talk about it. No. Yeah. I, if I if I've learned nothing about these last two episodes is talking extensively about something you you, you like and you have little problems with can be difficult sometimes. Sometimes you need to just rip something apart and go off on a tangent. I uh, will do like Batman and Robin next week. How about that? No, 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 no. But everybody on the internet's done Batman and Robin. We're we're not there yet. <laughs> oh yes, we are. We are on the internet. That's how they're listening. But right. yeah, that's all I got, Max. What about you? That's about it. My cat is chewing on my microphone wire. I hear her. Yeah. Lily. She didn't want to be locked out of the room with me, so she's locked in. Is that what I heard a little bit earlier? Probably. Hold on. Come here, Lily. Speak to the internet. Oh, now you're not going to talk. Usually you're chatty. Okay, fine. Don't talk to the internet. They wanted to talk to you. Smart. The internet bit me today. Someone hacked into my Facebook and deleted it. Yeah, fucking hell, man. A bunch of savages on the internet. I, I, it's it's not bad. It's, yeah. I'm like, they didn't touch any of the podcast stuff, which I don't link to that, so I was happy. I think secretly you're just happy you'll have a Facebook page now. Maybe. I'd like to get the pictures and shit off it, yeah. though. Alright, well that about wraps it up for this episode. Uh, we're on all sorts of social media. Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitter. Greg, you want to plug your other show? I already did. If you guys want to check me out on Fridays, I do podcast with brett called throbbing with horror um the episode we just put out was jaws the one that will be following it will be slither so that'll be a good time if you want to listen to our friend rob he's been on here he's on audio anxiety radio show uh it's exclusively on spotify so make sure you check that out that about wraps it up so uh, hey thank you for listening to the show i am ryan maxwell I'm see ya